What's up, everybody? Another episode of Downtime with Downstar. I'm your host, Frank Downstar. Back with another one, episode 31. So we're we're moving along with things, guys. Um, today, we we're supposed to have Big Mike in the building, but he, uh, I guess there were some issues with travel getting over here. Where's the thing to lower the seat? Let's see how so many adjustments. Ooh, there we go. So I squeeze under the table a little bit. Yeah, so Big Mike was supposed to come over today, but he lives maybe about 100 miles away. So it's kind of a significant difference in uh, in travel to get over here. And he just hit a lot of traffic and he wasn't going to be able to make it in time. So we rescheduled for tomorrow. So it's all good. Want to knock this one out? I want to stay on schedule because we're supposed to be doing two a week, and it's Monday and Thursday are the uploads. So if you guys are seeing this right now, we just finished the episode and we're gonna we're gonna release it today. Uh, probably gonna release it maybe about six or something. Let me see what time it is. Yeah, probably about six or so. Just got to go edit it real quick. But either way, welcome guys. Thank you for coming to the show. If this is your first time, my name is Frank Downstar. And um, the Downtime with Downstar podcast is basically just sitting down and just talking about life and whatever's going on. And it's not really that much to do with cars, although cars are a huge part of my life. There's so many other things that interest me and they're part of my life as well so i wanted to give you guys uh that insight the other part of our life that uh people really don't see you know like for one i love coffee and uh my brother rudy he got me this ember cup and it's supposed to uh keep your coffee warm so it's definitely going to help out for things like the podcast because when you chill out here for at least an hour, your coffee goes cold, and this is gonna keep it keep it warm. So it's pretty dope, man. Shout out to Rudy. But it's kind of crazy how how technology is moving now. You know, you would have never thought back in the day that you would have an app for your coffee cup, and it's just gonna keep you uh, keep your coffee warm the whole time. But things are moving crazy, man. I actually think that things are even moving faster than we are evolving as. Um, as a species, you know, we have so much access to everything in the world that we, j I don't think that we can handle it. And the way that society seems right now, it seems like we we're not prepared to handle what's going on in, uh, in the current climate of things. It seems like everything's fucking nuts, man. It seems like everything is crazy all the time. And I don't know what's going to happen because it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Every day, something new is happening and never surprises me, you know? So I think that um, 2019 is just going to be full of way more crazy shit. But what can you do? You can't do anything about it. You can complain about it, but that just makes you look like a bitch. Uh, especially if you're not going to do anything about it. But... I have so much stuff going on in my own personal life that I really don't have time to be worrying about uh, politics or being scared of going to large events in case something's going to happen. Like, you just got to live your life, guys. You got to live with the, you got to play the cards that you were dealt. And sometimes it's not that cool, you know? It's not cool to be at Disneyland and just being 
being nervous to be around a, a lar- large crowd and um, just worried about something's going to happen. That's not the way that we, we should be living. And that means that those people, they win. When they have you in fear of going out and fear of experiencing your life, that's that's where they win at. Shit happens, man. All you can do is just be prepared. You could be prepared for what's going to come your way. And I would definitely, I would definitely, definitely um, talk to your family members and your loved ones and make some plans about, hey, what if something does happen? You know, we've already talked to Christian multiple times. What happens if somebody comes into your school? What are you going to do? You know, because you can't just be saying like, oh, it's, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. Like the way things are going right now, shit's pretty nuts. Things are pretty crazy. And you have to think about these ideas. And you have to be prepared for what's going to come, especially if you are the one who uh, who takes care of your family. Like you're the one that your family will rely on. You have to be ready for whatever comes your way. But I hope none of that does happen. Although I think it it's just a bad trend that we're, we're going on right now. Um, just got to be ready, guys. Keep your eyes open. It's called... I want to call it street smarts. You know, you always have to be ready. You have to keep your eyes open and you have to um, you have to see these things before they manifest. You have to just think, hey, this area that I'm in right now, is this is this somewhere where I really need to be at? Is this somewhere that I should be at? Don't just be going around life living naive and think that everybody's your friend because they're definitely not, man. And you're you're going to get finesse some way. And, uh, yeah, guys, you just got to be prepared. I say all that to say this. I don't care about none of that shit because we're going to Japan in less than a week. And that's all that I'm worried about right now. All that I'm thinking about. I'm not even worried about it. It's going to be so fun. This is going to be Ashley's first time in Japan. This is going to be my third time and her first time. And we're going to be going with uh, Ryan from Rywire and then um, Big Ryan from Ibok. So Ryan is the one who runs um, Ryan Hegner. He's the one that runs Ibok meet. So we're all going to be headed out on Wednesday. I believe it's Wednesday morning, if I'm not mistaken. And we'll get there. Thursday, I think about 3 p.m. or something with the time change and the flight and all that good stuff. We kind of lose a day. But um, I'm so excited, guys. If you've never been to Japan, you should really go. And it's not that expensive either. I mean, relatively speaking, just going to a different country and making sure you have everything taken care of over there, I would... uh. I would definitely look into it because it's probably just maybe the cost of a few shoes, you know? It'll cost you probably maybe maybe three months without going out and drinking and tricking off money on stupid shit. It'll probably cost you guys that much to, to take a trip to Japan. I tell everybody about it all the time, and I just see it in their eyes. They they just give up super quick. Like, no, I can't do that. It's too much. Or I can't do this or that. I'm like, okay, with that attitude, you're not going to be able to do anything. 
That's basically what it comes down to is once you start saying, I can, I can't, you can't, you definitely can. You're a hundred percent right. Whether you say that you can or you can't, you're a hundred percent right. I'm not saying it's going to be the easiest thing, but if you save up, if you plan it out, it would, um, it wouldn't be that bad and you would have such a good time too. But that goes for anything, guys. Um, people that want to do something, they'll make it happen. And if people don't want to do something, they'll make excuses for it. Even if they want to make it happen, um, they're probably still scared to do it. They're, I don't know what it is. Maybe they think that because of the language barrier over there that they're not going to be able to communicate, but it's not even hard at all. Most people in Japan understand english or you could get around somehow so i would recommend to everybody to plan it right now plan your trip to japan and just fucking make it happen um week fest is going to be in japan i believe the first week of may if i'm not mistaken it's always on a weird day it's always like on a tuesday or something because i think around this time they have a certain holiday and the venue that they have it at um, is during the weekday or something like that. But shout out to Weekfest. I've always wanted to make it to Weekfest for um, Weekfest in Japan, but it's always around the same time as Ibok. And it's just, we can make it happen because there's some guys that do go to Weekfest. They also go to Ibok, like uh, Joey Lee and a couple other guys. But it's just kind of stressful because. Florida, iBlock in Florida is going to be the weekend before iBlock iBlock in um Fontana. So we really don't have much time. We would probably get back from Florida. You couldn't even do it. You would have to leave from Florida straight to Japan, chill for a couple days for the show and then fly back and then do iBlock. It's not it's not going to be worth it at all. I would love to do it, but I'm uh I'm down to one trip to Japan a year. I don't think I need to add anything more than that. Or so it would actually be nice, but that's a, that's a little too much stress, man. Especially that flight. That shit is nasty. You're talking maybe ten to twelve hours, something like that. I'm pretty sure Ash is gonna sleep the whole time, but she's uh she's getting prepared for it. She's getting some movies downloaded on her phone, even though. On the plane itself, they have a very good selection of movies that you can watch. I have movies, TV shows, and a, a lot of media to, to kind of keep you set for 10, 12 hours. But then when you land, you still have a whole day to go. And your time is just fucked up. But it doesn't matter, dude. It's You're in Japan. Who cares? So we'll be there um, on Thursday of next week. And we're staying in Tokyo. So if you guys have ever seen Tokyo Drift, um, Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift, the last, the last few scenes were, um, were they're drifting through the uh, crosswalk. That's in Shibuya in Tokyo. And that's like a really famous crossing. So it's like an X crossing where you could go from either directions. And um, we're staying, it's a... Four tenths of a mile from there, so it's ridiculously close to that area, and that area is the quote unquote um, Times Square of Tokyo. So there's so much stuff to discover right there. I'm I'm excited, 
and it's going to be a really, really good time. We're going to go to Auto Salon, hang out over there, you know, talk to a couple guys, probably have a couple dinners and stuff like that, and then just explore. Last year we went to uh, we did the same trip, so it was it was a week long, Wednesday to Wednesday. I believe the same thing as last year. We we did a Wednesday to Wednesday trip, but um, we ended up going to on Monday. So the show was the weekend on Monday, if I'm not mistaken, it was Monday. Uh, we went, or it was Sunday. It was, it was Sunday or Monday. I forget. It doesn't really even matter, but we dipped out from there and we headed to Osaka. So Osaka is maybe about a five hour drive from there. So, um, and that's where Yasu, Yasu from Exceed Japan, um, he was the one that was taking us around in Tokyo and he lives in Osaka. So that's maybe about a five hour difference. He drove to Tokyo, met up with us. We did all of our stuff, went to auto salon or what have you. And then after that, we drove um, to Osaka. And Osaka was tight. Osaka reminds me of a lot of uh, LA. Um, it's a lot more spread out and it's not a lot of city stuff like Tokyo is. But we got to go to a lot of, um, a lot of cool shops out there. I think one of them was Shine. If I'm not mistaken, Shine, they do um, like the Kanjo racing and things like that. We saw some of those cars out there. We also saw um, Phase 2 Mikey's DC that ended up in Japan. So if you guys remember that DC, it was the red DC2, the one that had the, uh, back in the day, it had the gold engine bay, but now it's all one color. Um, ITBs, B-Series, like chrome everything. It's pretty crazy to see that car end up in Japan. And I believe another car from the West Coast is either on the way to Japan or they're setting it up to um, to get shipped to Japan. I don't want to release that info yet, but that's the last thing I heard because this dude's car, I wanted to get it because um, this build was a pretty pretty big build when I got into the community and the car's just been chilling and they haven't done anything with it. Actually, I should hit them up, dude, because that would be a tight car to build. Let me actually write that down. Um, because I'm looking for something to build. I don't know what, what chassis, but it's going to be a Honda, obviously. Um, I would like to build another car. So this is my plan right now. The Chevelle is almost ready to go. I just need somebody to come and tune the carburetor and make sure that the car is ready and set to go. And then I'm probably going to park that away for a little while because I just don't need the car. It's very big. It's in the way. It stinks. And it's just... It's just turning into a fucking headache, man. <sighs> That's what happens when you just dive into these cars and you just start doing this and doing that and doing it just like if you give a mouse a cookie, he fucks himself, you know? And that's where I'm at right now. I done fucked myself with that car. There's so much little projects that I want to do to it, but at the moment right now, it's nothing that I want to even work on because you have to see it like this, guys. Everything that I do for Downstar, say if I build a car or what have you, 
gets more attention on the brand. People see how we build cars. They, they, they trip out on it. You know, they, they get ideas, they get inspired and, um, it just helps out, helps out with marketing. It helps out with uh, brand recognition and whatever. It's just fun, dude. I love building. I love building cars. I love building cars more than I leave, even love driving them. Like the right hand is just chilling. I rarely even drive that car, but building that car was so awesome. I had such a good time. And right now, the way that the car looks, I wish you guys could see it. It's just, it's perfect. It's perfect how I want it. I don't want to fuck with it at all because if I do fuck with it, it's going to be way more of a task that I'm looking to even take on right now. Because if I did, the only thing that really doesn't doesn't make me happy about the car is the uh, is the paint. I mean, the paint is dope on it. The paint's really good and it's fucking dripping and shit. But the front bumper, I'm not stoked with the fitment on it. The pretty much the whole front clip, I'm not stoked on the fitment of it because the whole front is either uh, carbon fiber or fiberglass, and you know how that shit goes, man. At least if it's one one item, you can. Uh, adjust a couple things and make sure that it looks a little better but the fitment is just terrible dude on that bumper uh the hood and then the fenders but i think if i did do anything to it i would get the whole car sprayed again i would want to get new moldings for the windshield i would want to get oem hood oem bumper and leave the fenders. I want to keep the fenders because I love them. But OEM hood, OEM bumper, um, repaint the car. And what I would repaint it is the blackest of blackest of black that it can be. I, I forget the, the name of it, but there's a black when you look at it. It looks like you're looking into uh, the devil's soul. Like that black with no flake or anything in it. Just fucking deep as hell, you know? You can see the past in it. But for what? For what? I mean, the car just chills. Anyways, the car doesn't do anything. I tell you, the fun is in building it. At least for me. Because I just have ideas all the time. I just have crazy ideas and I want to make them come true. Um, like I would do... One thing that I would do is probably... Where the fender is, right? And you have the, the wiring that would go into the chassis, I would make it somehow where all the wiring would be hidden. So even if you take off the, the, the fender, you still wouldn't see any wiring at all. Um, I would want to use as many quick disconnects as possible. And uh, since Ryan's my boy, I think we could do some shit that would be like some one-off crazy looking shit. Um, I would want to do maybe a hard line kit for the brake tuck. And just make the bends look sick. I remember um, Arn, Arn Reyes, he had his um, DC2 back in the day, the white DC2. And he had the uh, the brake tuck done in the uh, the wiper cow area. And it just looks sick, man. He did such a good job on that one. Or whoever ended up doing it. That shit looked really, really good. Um, I've been throwing around the idea of doing like a full chrome 
in Jimbei. So every single piece that we can we can do is chrome. Like we already have the valve cover that's chrome and it looks fucking crispy. But I'm talking go the whole way, you know, uh, chrome intake manifold, chrome um, cold air, chrome throttle body, um, chrome subframe, chrome rack, just chrome everything, you know. Of course, it's going to be hard to take care of. But I don't know. I'm just throwing around a bunch of ideas. But first things first is I need a blank canvas. I actually went to my cousin's house today because he had um, he had a Civic that he was getting rid of. It was an EF. I think it was an SI, if I'm not mistaken, like maybe like a 9091 90, 90, SI. But it was just it needed way too much work. And they put in an aftermarket sunroof. So right off rip, I was like, nah, I'm good on that. And then I I probably find an EG, but I'm not trying to do another EG, dude. This is, I already did, this is one, two, three. I've already done three EGs, and I'm kind of want to try something new out, something different. EK would be nice. I wouldn't mind doing an EK. Uh, Integra, DC2, I would be down to do that. RSX S2000, not so much. I really don't care to do either of those. Anything older, like an EF, it would have to be in really, really good condition. Um, DA, no disrespect, but I would never do a DA. It just doesn't do it for me. So I'm kind of limited. Thinking that EJ1, an EK... Or, hmm, DC2. That would be nice. So I just, I'm keeping my eyes open, see if something pops up. I still have to get the Chevelle running. Um, the Heavy in the Streets EG, we're actually going to send that to a Detail Garage in Oxnard. So Detail Garage is a franchise of chemical guys. And the guy Nick at Detail Garage here in Oxnard, really, really, really good guy. Um, he said that he would like to have the Heavy in the Streets car in their showroom. So they have a really big showroom, and they'll always um, feature cars right there. And he said we could bring the Heavy in the Streets EG over there and just leave it for as long as we want. So I'm like, hell yeah, that will work out so perfect because it'll get the car out of my way so I can build a car and um, we can send people to detail garage and they could go check it out so we're going to take the heavy in the streets eg to detail garage in oxnard if you're in oxnard it's right by best buy so it's behind uh it's kind of like in the industrial area behind um chick-fil-a right there if you're if you're familiar with that area but we're going to take the car over there he says he's going to do like um demos on it and test out product and things like that and i think it would be pretty cool because it'll get people to go to detail garage if they want to check out the car and they could go check out the car they could look at all the details of it and um it looks like a win-win for me the only thing is we've just haven't had a chance to do it pretty much i have to get the car on the trailer get the truck get it all set up um and drop it off over there then come back and we got to get the chevelle out of the garage and then we'll just get the garage ready and start looking for a shell. I think probably in the next month or so, we're going to hunt down a shell, find something good, and then go from there.
tear that shit all the way apart. But I'm not sure what I actually want to do. Because I did the whole gutted interior on the Heavy in the Streets EG. On the right hand, the whole, it has full interior and then the interior is crispy. Um, for that car, maybe I would do like a crispy front half. So like new carpet, uh, seats, make sure the door panels are crispy, the dash is crispy, everything just looks crispy, you know? And then the back area, I would probably do a system. This next car that we're going to build is definitely, 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 definitely going to have a system in it. Uh, back in the day, I used to do a little fiberglass work, so it would be exciting to do that. I don't know if I want to actually do the work myself or have somebody do it. Um, one person that comes to mind would be Sadistic Ironworks. I forget where they're at. They're here in SoCal somewhere, probably about a couple hour drive from here or something. I think if I'm not mistaken, maybe in the Inland Empire or something like that, but Sadistic Ironworks, they're the one that did the, uh, the system in, um, TJ Hunt's 350Z, not 350, excuse me, FRS. They did the system and the air ride in, uh, in TJ's FRS. That's the one with the Panem three and a half, uh, kit on it. that they deb debuted at SEMA and he's a beast, man. I forget his name, but the guy from sadistic iron works, you should check him out on Instagram. Everybody, the work is amazing. And, uh, I actually been following them for a while, probably since maybe 2014 or so, because I got a sign like, a, um, it's like a sign that you hang up in your office or whatever, but it was cut out like a laser machine, like a water jet or whatever. And the sign says, maybe you guys have seen it since I posted it up before, but it says, if you wake up broke, you had no business going to sleep. And I think that's dope because that's some hustler shit, man. Um, I always say, and I even said earlier today, uh, time is the only real currency that you do have. So when you're out fucking around and not doing shit, <coughs> you're wasting, you could, you're literally wasting money just going around and not doing anything. You're, you're wasting money and time, and um, I never really realized that back in the day, but now when, uh, when every day I'm just so nonstop, I, I realize how valuable time is, and I've been a lot more stingy with my time as of late because I realize how important that my time is, uh, and not only my time, your time as well. And I, I would recommend thinking about time in this way, that it's, it's an actual currency and it's something that you shouldn't just give everybody who wants it from you. You shouldn't be giving this currency to your friends that are just going to bitch the whole time that you're going to hang out. You don't have much free time. We only have 24 hours in the day. Eight hours is spent sleeping. Another eight hours is work so that's 16 hours so you only have eight hours to trick off during the day how much of that has to do with eating how much of that has to do with homework or other tasks that you have to do um for your life um how much time do you really have for yourself there's not much and then you decide to give that time to people that really don't deserve it or appreciate it 
Um, you should always be somewhere where your time and presence is appreciated. And if you don't feel like this about yourself, if you don't feel like you deserve that, if you don't, if you don't feel like you deserve your time to be respected and appreciated, that's, that's problem number one right there. I'm telling you right now that you deserve it. And I'm also telling you, if you're the kind of person that wastes other people's time, uh, for one, you should stop doing that. And for two, you should uh, evaluate why you even decided to do that and um, make any changes that you see fit. Like Big Mike says, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm trying to tell you, teach you how to think, you know, and this is just things that I've learned over time. This is things that I've learned just going through my own life lessons, and trials and tribulations and trying to figure out things myself and every single year i figure something new about myself uh, i evaluate my life every year and i i figure what went right what went wrong what i could tweak what i could do again what i could probably not do again and just go from there and if you do that if you hold yourself accountable for your actions and um your progressions and your downfalls and your successes, if you hold yourself accountable for everything, it makes it a lot easier to do the audit at the end of the year and just figure out like, what did I really do that benefited me this year? What did I do that didn't benefit me this year? And that's kind of the thing that I'm, uh, I'm working on right now. 2018 was a very, very, very good year. Um, it was a year that we could look back at and evaluate a lot of things that we did, a lot of a lot of things that we let happen, and a lot of people that we had in our life. Um, this road that we're on is is not going to be full of a lot of people, man. This is going to be a very lonely road that we're going to be on. But this is something that we need to do for ourselves, you know, not only business wise, but with my family, like we have so many ideas of things that we, we want to do as a family and goals that we want to, um, goals that we want to, I don't even know what fucking word, what do you do when you, when you make a goal happen? How can I not even think about that? Let's think about that. Either way, make goals, crush them, make plans, and just make shit happen. Put it out there, put it in the universe, but you have to make it happen. Good, coogly moogly, big ass dog. You can hear a big dog bark. Because it comes from the bottom. Wouldn't it be a trip if you saw like a little ass dog barking like that? Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait 
hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that leva up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely i don't know why it can't happen because like i've seen small people with deep ass voices so why can't you see a chihuahua either way guys i wish you guys all the best um Maybe you're watching this and you're just thinking, what the hell does he know about my life? I don't know much about your life, but all I know is any problems that you have going on, more than likely, um, you can change them. You could change whatever situation you're in and you can make your life whatever you want it to be. Just all it takes is hard work and dedication and hard work and dedication in the right field too. Because there's always those people, no sleep, working 25-8 and shit. And you know, it's like, yeah, that makes sense to just be hustling. But you don't have to be, you don't have to go with no sleep. You don't have to skip meals. You're probably just not doing it right. If if you ha if you need that much time to make your stuff happen, maybe you, uh, you're not using your time in the best way, you know? And it's life, too. Life is a marathon, not a race. So I'm not trying to fucking work my dick off right now. And the best years of my youth, my son's youth, my wife's youth, we're just going to spend them fucking hustling all day, every day for what? So I can be 50, so I could be 60, and and then I could retire and play golf or whatever? No. My, I'm living my life every day. And I'm going to uh, do whatever I want to do, you know. I sacrificed so much of my 20s, which is cool. I'm not complaining about it at all. But I sacrificed so many of my my years in my 20s. So I don't have to be working like crazy right now. Right now, I want work to be fun. The brand's moving good already. Um, people are excited about the stuff that we're coming out with. Um, I keep coming out with new stuff, so it keeps people's interest going, and we're just keeping moving. It's exciting, man. There's no, there's no end goal in mind. the The only goal that I have for this year for the business is just to beat 2018, and uh, how I'm gonna do that? That's a different story. But that's the biggest goal that I have, man. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to have a mansion, or I'm not trying to. Uh, <clears throat> make millions or whatever you know it's in due time everything's gonna come because with all that stuff it definitely comes with a multi-millionaire lifestyle too not the good only but the bad as well so just make things uh we'll just make things happen come up with cool ideas and just keep moving forward, man. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about this right now. Putting the podcast on YouTube really excites me. For one, is I love vlogging. It was so fun when I was vlogging. But the thing is, it just takes so much time. To vlog maybe a 14, 15 minute episode, it takes maybe like two hours to edit it. And that was because I kind of wanted to edit it real nicely. I wanted to make it look good. And doing that takes a lot of time. I just didn't want to throw some shit together, you know. 
there was a time that I was doing daily vlogs and that was so fun, but it just took a lot of energy. And that was about the time that we had a lot of changes at the shop. So I had to put that project on the back burner because I had handled business. Um, now we're, everything's kind of coming back to normal. Holidays are over and now we're focused on 2019. So I'm really excited for this, for the YouTube channel to start popping again, at least getting some content. Um, I was talking about it last night on our live. We were live last night and, um, I was just saying like maybe some YouTubers, they don't even update every week or every few days they will. So I think us getting two episodes in a week is pretty tight. Plus I'll do small vlogs every once in a while here and there. We're going to vlog the whole trip to Japan. I'm stoked about that. Uh, the camera that we're recording on right now is a really good camera. It shoots up to 4K, which is nice. It has like stabilization. So the video is not going to be super choppy. And that was one problem that I had with another camera is that it uh, either had it and I didn't know how to use it or it didn't have stabilization. So I would have to like um, get the clip and have to stabilize it. And it just it didn't look that good. So I'm on my Grizzly, guys. I want this to pop off. I want the vlogging stuff to uh, to keep going good, and I want the podcast to keep rolling. The podcast is one of my main focuses right now, and um, this is podcast number 31. We're moving already, guys, and we'll see where it's going to get to. I think at the end of the year, looking at it like Raven, I could see us in... December of this year, uh, probably creeping on a hundred, maybe around a hundred pods. Um, some memorable moments, definitely remote locations because all of this stuff, we can take it easily. Uh, even the recorder, you don't even have to have it plugged into power. You can just, um, you can just run batteries on it. And I've done it before with the batteries and the batteries will last maybe at least five hours recording off batteries. So I could take all the mics. Maybe we'll do a pod from a show or something like that, you know, a car show. So usually when we go to these shows, we'll have a booth, but maybe we'll have a booth set up and we'll say at one o'clock, we're going to do a live podcast if you guys want to come through and we'll just have people chilling right there. And who says we can't do it? They don't say anything at shows, you know, all they say is you can't really sell products that'll compete with either their products or um, whatever rules that they have, no cooking or barbecuing and things like that. But there's nothing in the rules that says no podcasting. So I think that would be really cool, especially we can uh, we can pass around the mic inside the crowd and see if people have any questions you know just think think about it outside the box you know merch for the podcast um i want to make flyers for the podcast as well like four by six flyers stickers things like that you just got to invest into it man if you want anything to work you have to invest in it either invest money or you invest time or what have you you just can't think that it's going to happen because you're doing it you have to make shit happen and um 
that's what I'm trying to do with all these small little YouTube clips, put the clips up, like the funny parts of the podcast, and hopefully get you guys to check it out. I think a lot of people will find value in the podcast, but that's just me because I think that what I'm doing is valuable, but you guys could think something else, and you guys definitely do have that uh, have that luxury. Speaking of that, like thinking different things, I, I, I saw like such a weird comment on my on my Instagram that uh, I posted up this guy's car and somebody says, it looks like there's way too much going on. And I said, not for the owner. Like, <laughs> What the fuck? People are so funny, dude. How can you tell somebody that, that the build that they build doesn't look right? You know, like it's not your car, dude. It's just, you either see it and you appreciate it or you don't. I think it was, he asked why. Why did, why is there so much going on? I'm like, that's because that's how the guy wanted it, you know? And that's one thing about social media that really, uh, that really intrigues me. It's just funny that people think that their opinion matters more to the person that owns the actual car and that they should like change, change the build or change the color scheme or change the paint, or the wrap, or raise it, or lower it, or the specs. Like, what the fuck? This is my car, dude. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do to your car. Like, why would you? Why would you tell me what to do? That doesn't make any sense at all. But you know how it is, guys. People always want to lend their their opinion where it's not even wanted or needed, and uh, a lot of people just give opinions that I think that they don't have grounds to give what have you built that makes you have this opinion right and that's that's one thing that the social media has really done is given everybody a voice and i don't think everybody needs a voice and i don't think everybody deserves a voice like i won't jump in on a baseball uh instagram and say oh you should have swung earlier on a video like the fuck do I know about baseball? What do I know about swing timing or catching or any of that shit, right? You know? And it's the same thing with these dudes with like stock cars. Like, well, why are you even why are you even telling me anything? You should get a car wash. Like <laughs> you don't like the way my car looks? Like you should do something. You should get tags. Because your tags are expired. I don't know, but it makes them feel important and when you answer their uh when you answer their question or their comment or when you combat with them or even have any any explanation to give to them they feel so excited they feel excited that somebody's actually speaking to them and that you would have a conversation with them and the only way that they think that they can make that happen is being disrespectful or just throwing their two cents out there when we don't even need it at all. It's really a psychological thing if you look at it. And it's kind of sad. Like if you guys don't know or if you don't understand, we get so much hate all the fucking time. Every single day we'll get hate from somewhere. And sometimes I'll click on these people's profiles and I'm like, damn, bro, like you're somebody's dad, dude. You're like, you're a husband. You have you have a home. You have a family. You have a daughter. Like what the fuck are you doing? You're damn near in your mid-30s. 
and you're just online like just talking shit like what are you doing bro go work some overtime you know but the same way they don't realize where i'm coming from it's hard for me to realize where they're coming from even though i have a good guess you know they they see us they see what we're doing um they see it's not really rock science um why couldn't I do that? Why is he doing that? What does this fucking lame know that I don't know? Like, obviously something, right? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's crazy, man. It's 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 one way to easily spot insecurities in people, uh, to to spot immaturity and to realize where people's lives are and why they are like that. Because if you're just going to go off on a random stranger on Instagram, like, how's your day going, bro? Are you all right? You want to talk about it? I've done that before, too. I've actually done that. I've I've DM'd people. I'm like, hey, man, are you good? Like, what's wrong, man? You want to talk about it? No, man, you're just a fucking pussy. This. I'm like, all right, cool, man. I just I wanted to make sure that you're cool, you know? It seems like you got something going on that is upsetting you and it's not me it's definitely not me because i've never even met you before but i'm getting the backlash from whatever you got going on uh your wife's a bitch your job sucks uh you took a look in the mirror and you're just like damn my parents made one fucking ugly kid or whatever you know not even being mean and maybe maybe they just do have a bad day and um i understand that like everybody has bad days, but you have to realize whose fault that bad day is. And it's not my fault. 100% is not my fault. And if it was my fault, if say you got a package and something was wrong or whatever, like that, that's not going to happen because I would take care of it. So it's not my fault. But whatever you got going on, man, there's other ways to express yourself, but it's obvious when you do express yourself in, um, in a hostile way that you have something going on and um I, I want everybody to have a good day so instead of putting it out there like that like attacking somebody or why'd you do this or that or just putting off your stupid two cents shoot me a dm you know what frank i'm going through some shit right now like i wanted to see if you uh can lend me any advice I'm not saying that i know everything but there's certain situations that I've been through that maybe it would relate to a situation that you got going on. You should always have those people around. Excuse me. You should always have those people around that you can speak with and you can uh, you can throw ideas around to them. You can talk to them about problems and such. And I've have I have people like that that hit me up in DMs all the time, and I try to help them out. I try to give them my advice. Um, I try to tell them times that I've been in those certain situations and hopefully it'll help out. You know, a smart man learns from their mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So if you can learn from the mistakes that I've made in the past and they'll help you out, like win-win, you know? But I'm super excited to uh, to see where this podcast is going to go. Uh, I know it's going to bring a lot more hate, but it's okay. I'm I'm trying my hardest to uh, to deal with all of this and just try to actually um, figure out 
what's really going on with these people and why do they feel that way? And it's not me because I don't ever do anything that would that would make people feel that way towards us. At least I don't think so. But whatever. Podcast is going to be dope. Super excited about that. Speaking of podcasts, the podcast god, Joe Rogan, he's about to have Kanye on his show. And I think they're going to hit us with the okie doke, man. I think it's going to be the first podcast of the year uh, he's going to have Kanye on. I can just I can just picture it now, like, popping up, you know. Tonight, at whatever podcast is going to be live. But that's going to be a great one because, man, I want... Um, I want Kanye to come back to earth. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my guy, but he is tripping. And it's not for his political views. Like, fine, whatever you want to believe. Political stuff, that's cool. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, dude. Like, I didn't listen to you to see how you felt about Republicans or Democrats or what have you. Um, But it's just like, dude, shut up. What are you focusing on? You're focusing on so much stupid shit. And if you go to his Twitter, he just tweets so much dumb crap. And I'm like, bro, you're making yourself look dumb as fuck. And you haven't even came out with really good music in a while at all. Like that whole Yay album, that was, to me, that was a disappointment. I'm not saying the album was trash. I was just definitely disappointed with it. That whole rollout that they had in June or July or whatever it was, that was... um. All that shit was just a ploy to get attention off of Drake. And that's what happens, man. When you do things out of malice um, and try to uh, just go after somebody, things like that happen. So I'm not surprised at all with all the shit that Kanye is going through. But I love Kanye for his music ability. And lately, I haven't been seeing anything good at all. So... Hopefully he can get all the shit off of his chest through this Joe Rogan podcast and hopefully Joe could dig in because Joe doesn't doesn't give a fuck about who Kanye is or what he represents. Joe's fucking loaded. He's doing his own thing. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't he's like if you listen to his show, he's so disconnected from from that culture of things, but he knows that he can give Kanye a space where Kanye can talk about whatever he wants. They're not going to pull him. He's not going to lose any um, advertisers or anything like that. It's basically going to be a no-holds-barred. Uh, I want to see what's what he has to say. I hope it's not, but I feel like it's going to be a very short interview. I don't think that it's going to be a lot of stuff that is going to interest us. We're not going to get answers. And I'm, I know I'm being negative about it, guys, but Kanye has done left me with blue balls for a while now pause and even even when the yandy album was supposed to come out yandy or whatever that shit is like they pushed it back and then pushed it back on black friday and then pushed it out of the fucking way because i don't even know when it's coming out now they had billboards up and everything and now it's not even going to come out like come on dude give us some fucking music I don't care about none of that shit that you got going on. I don't care about this Trump shit or I don't care about wear the hat. Wear the fucking hat. Get a custom bucket hat made. I don't give a fuck. You could wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. But make some good music. 
music's definitely suffering, and that's why Jake, Drake is winning. Drake's fucking killing it, man. Drake is the fucking man. Drake is number one. Drake is A1 sauce. And you're not going to be Drake. You can never be Drake. So just be you. Be the Kanye that everybody fell in love with. Um, but I am looking forward to it. I still love Kanye. He's still in my top five. It's just sometimes things just get annoying. You know, whatever rollout that they're on, whatever they're trying to trying to promote. Because all of this shit is a business, guys. All of this shit is for promotion. All of this is just to uh, get something going. Whether it's you selling an album, selling some shoes, or selling something. That's what all of this is for. So hopefully we have some um, some good resolutions after that that podcast with Joe Rogan. But shout out to Ye. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Um, it's going to be a good time. That's that's definitely, definitely going to be some content. So I know this is a short episode, guys. This one just came out of, uh, out of nowhere because, like I said, Big Mike was supposed to be on today. But he's actually coming tomorrow. So we'll release that episode on Monday, which is kind of good, actually, because I need to get a, a little bit ahead because we need to have podcasts ready to go, edited, and done by the time we leave for Japan, because we're going to be gone for a week, so I'm not going to be able to do anything, and I'm not going to miss any days. So the podcast is going to be released on SoundCloud and iTunes every Monday and every Thursday. I try to do it at noon, but if not, it's going to be noon or six. Either way, Monday and Thursday, we're going to have a new podcast. As far as the videos, um, I'm not sure if I want to give those a permanent day, but it'll just be a few days after the pod itself comes out just because i like to edit it a little bit make sure everything's nice and neat and uh, i actually enjoy the editing process a lot i enjoy sitting down put the headphones on just cutting clips making things okay this would be nice here or there boom until it's good to give you guys good content i i really pride myself in giving you guys good content and um Hopefully you guys enjoy it. So if you guys are watching this on the YouTube channel right now, please, please subscribe, like, leave a comment below and just say something. Just say whatever. You know, I just want to make sure that people are interacting, people are watching this and, and people are having a good time. But either way, it's going to pop off in uh, in the future. It's just going to take work. And right now we're definitely in the uh, the infant stages of the podcast. We still have a lot of growing to do, and um, I got to hone in on my skills too. There's a lot of words and phrases and ways that I explain things that I want to uh, dial in on, that I want to um, focus on and try to be the best me that I can be. So thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you guys are having a good start to your 2019. Uh, this is episode 31, and if you can... If there's anybody that, that you know that might find value in this podcast, shoot them the link. Just text them the link and just say, check this out. And hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get this thing popping over here, guys. But either way, my name is Frank Downstar. This is Downtime with Downstar. And thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. Downtime with Downstar.